Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We love this opportunity to come across your radios. And uh, with me, as always, my friend, my co-host, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, we're going to play your song here. Hang on. This is your music coming on. Hang on. We haven't done your music in a while, so we just gave a burst of that angelic music. What's going on with you, Stephanie? (laughs) See, I don't hear your bursts of angelic music. All I hear is... It's a harp. Yeah, yeah, quietness. And then I'm, I'm trying to cue. Well... You know, life's been crazy. Um, to give a positive thing, I, I loved um, this last week getting to to be with a bunch of my teammates, um, getting to hear some good preaching, getting to enjoy the beauty. You know, I did something I haven't done in 18 years, which is pretty awesome. I did uh, a canoe race on the lake there. Amen. I thought, I'm like, oh, I am going to be sore. I haven't done this in 18 years. I didn't even feel it. And I was glad. That was encouraging to me. I wasn't as weak as I thought I was. And she was balanced. I was in the canoe with her. So we raced against three of the uh, West Coast. No. No, Leah, Sam, and then Caleb. Leah Hicks, among the Hicks daughters that are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's Mama Mia Leah. But I'll tell you this, man. It was, it was hard because Caleb was willing to race on the way out, but then he stopped paddling. He was the middle paddler on that canoe. And about, oh, and the look on his face, it was kind of like this look of, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the ride on the way back. Yeah, and we told like- him, don't rock the boat. You know, don't rock that canoe. <laughs> I, I didn't want him in a boat that Stephanie was in. I was sure I should have, if, if I was a nice human being, I would have put Leah and Stephanie together, but, or even Debbie. Oh, I should, but Debbie and, Debbie and Emmy were up in the room watching, <laughs> the- watching a movie and just <laughs> trying to get a little rest. But you don't get rest when Emmy watches a movie. Uh, no, because she sings all uh, the songs. She sings every song that's in the movie. And uh, it's like she's she's just got this uh, recording device in her brain to remember every <laughs> word. Uh, but just going back to canoeing, uh, listen, man, that was a lot of fun out there at Whitewater Lake Camp Joy. We highly recommend Camp Joy. Our friends out there, Pastor John Moore, and uh, he's got his children out there working with them who are awesome. They're probably the only people who work for him. You don't get paid anything. People like us are mad at him all the time, but we weren't. We love him. But anyway, <laughs> get out there. Camp Joy, Wisconsin. And we're having a camp there, Stephanie. We're having yes. a PTSD camp in September, and we need you folks to get out there. We want to have a bunch of folks out there this time around. So, Stephanie, I'm sitting here, and uh, I've been thinking about the word of the day. And I just, folks, just before we came on, I said to Stephanie, I think the word is knowledge. You know, as we continue to go through things in our last verse we covered uh, we talked about knowledge and man that really touched my heart we're always looking for words among the verses so we're not grabbing something and slamming you know talking to somebody who's a knucklehead and say you need knowledge and then preaching about it on radio we don't do that so if you think we're doing that we're not but that word knowledge I don't think I've talked to any dumb people lately so we're okay I don't know if you have Stephanie but I I think we're okay 
I've but, talked about dumb people, but not to them. Does that count? I don't think it does. You know, no, no, because that'd no. be a whole nother level of trauma. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I don't think that counts. And uh, but when we think of knowledge, the verse that comes to my mind is something we just covered like five weeks ago. It says, "The heart of the prudent man," in Proverbs eighteen fifteen, "Getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge." That's an awful lot being said in that one verse and tells us in Proverbs one, seven, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and the fools despise wisdom and instruction in Proverbs two ten, when wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is a pleasant unto, excuse me, unto, unto thy soul. So I think Stephanie over and over again, we know a couple things, you know, you're either wise or you're foolish and wisdom involves knowledge that you want to gain as much knowledge you can, but not just knowledge. You know, we want knowledge of what God has for us. We want knowledge of how other people are doing. We, we want to turn this whole thing of life into something of benefit for others. You know, our, our life should be a conduit. We shouldn't be hurting people. So no, the opposite of that. And again, we've told you that Stephanie and I are total empaths. And so is my wife, Debbie. I mean, we're just automatically criers and laugh. We want to beat up people where we always <laughs> take the side of the oppressed. We, we're willing to go against the man. You know what I'm saying? We are, yeah. we're, we're all in. And, uh, uh, but I'll tell you if, if a young man or young woman or old man, old woman, we don't care if you're hurt, we're on your side. And, uh, but I think when we think about knowledge, Stephanie, when we think about, uh, what, what comes to your mind you just think of that word knowledge, clean slate, what's coming to your mind. So I'm thinking in terms of Christian knowledge, cause that's where we are. Um, when I think of knowledge, I think of the fact that, um, all scriptures given, um, by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. And God gave us all scripture. He gave us his word so that we can have what we need. So we have the knowledge we need, the insight, the guidance we need. Yeah. For situations of life, and am I saying that makes every situation a black and white, okay, you know, kind of like this equals this. It's not like a math equation. Unfortunately, math, life is not like math where there's an exact, um, always an exact formula, um, you know, for, for every situ- situation in life. But God gives us light and direction through his word, and he gives us knowledge that's that's wisdom kind of knowledge so that we know you know there's worldly knowledge there's there's sneaky knowledge there's weasel knowledge um where you have these people that are that's a lot of knowledge they're wise in knowing how to be evil and that sounds weird but they are it's like they have they have specialty knowledge in how to be evil how to get away quote unquote they think with stuff no the knowledge from heaven will always lead you in a path of righteousness. Godly knowledge will always lead you in a path of drawing closer to Jesus Christ, becoming more like him, upholding the the commands were given by his word. And it will lead you to wanting to live a life that radiates and reflects Jesus Christ to those around you. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I always love about when someone preaches, you can tell a preacher who is filled with the knowledge of God when he preaches, you know, it's, it's, it comes through. It's, it's like 
when the Lord is using, you can hear someone, and this is what I mean by this. You can hear someone, and I have sat under this. You can have someone who has tons of Bible in their message, tons of thus saith the Lord in their message, and not come away with teen, any teeny weeny speck of learning anything that's going to affect your life spiritually yeah, for good. That's right. That's right. As and- preacher preacher that's filled with God, it will be reflected in how he preaches. And a a gentleman or a lady that's filled with God, it reflects your life. Yes. And, and so that's why we read our Bibles. That's why we listen to this podcast. That's why we do everything we're doing is we're trying to hide God's word in our heart. We're trying to fill our brain with knowledge because you know, what goes in is what comes out. What we put in our lives is what comes out of our lives. And, uh, and, and, and I just tell you that, that I think Stephanie's right on there. And so get knowledge, get godly knowledge, Christian knowledge, as Stephanie called it. Look at this verse, and we find ourselves in the 22nd proverb. We're on verse number 13, and it says, The slothful man saith, There is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. I remember years ago, I read a book when I first got saved entitled a little booklet, laziness is a great lion maker. And, uh, you know, we can, when we're lazy, we lay on the couch. I can't go out, man. There's a lion out front. And, and, you know, this is just an expression that can carry with it much more. The lazy person, man or woman who wants to lay around at home, uh, just wants to lay on that couch because, you know, I'm going to be slain in the streets. People are going to hurt me. I can't go out. There's a chance. I'm, I'm going to work with these people. There's a chance this is going to happen. Um, you know, this, this verse, I think, to me, represents everything we need to know about laziness. Laziness can take you to a really bad place. It starts with laziness, and before you know it, you don't want to leave your house. And uh, I, I have never talked to anybody who's scared to death of leaving their house that didn't start with not wanting to go to work or not wanting to do anything. It just gets deeper and deeper. The devil loves that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to add any, uh, you know, brain work or anything like that, neurosis or what people go through. I'm just saying the people that I know that are lazy, they have a million and one excuses on why they're lazy. And it's some of the most bizarre thing you ever heard. And I think that's what that verse is saying. The slothful man, and I'm telling you, the slothful, we know that means lazy man. Uh, there is a lion without, and I shall be slain in the streets. I can't go out. I can't do anything. I can't go to the mission field. I, I can't pass out tracks. I, you know, it's too hard to go to work. I, I just need to stay home. I mean, this bugs me, Stephanie. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, um, I've been listening to my son mowing outside. Um, Praise the Lord. Which son? And I'm proud of him for doing that. He does this, and now he's got he's has two other lawns he's been mowing this summer. Oh, praise God! Slowly wanting that's kind of what he wants to do right now is start a lawn business, and that's awesome. I um, made a lot of money that way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you 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 know you kind of inspired him. So it's God built it into us to be hard workers, and so when you have someone who is making that choice to be slothful, that is not going to be of God. And I'm not saying it's bad to rest. There's a difference between taking time to rest and being slothful. Um, and, and Satan will use that against a person who is diligent, um, to make them think if they have a rest, they're being lazy, but a slothful person, you know, we are surrounded 
um, it bothers me when I go to the grocery store and you have these people walk in that look like they literally just climbed out of bed. Yeah. This girl had pajamas on the other day in in the airport. Yeah. They have on, it looks literally like they just got out of bed at four in the afternoon and they're walking around sloughing down the aisle in their pajamas you know, yelling at their little kid who's half-dressed, half-naked. Yeah, stop that. Yeah. It bothers me because I'm just like, that is so goes against the way God created us to be. That's right. And, And when you have someone like that who comes up with every reason, and I'm, I'm related to what I would describe as slothful, one slothful person who, it bugs me because it's like, you know better than this. And, but when there's always an excuse, well, I just, I can't. Hey, Stephanie, hold that, hold that thought. I just realized we're we're going a little bit too far away from the commercial. Hang with me one second. Folks, we'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. Stephanie was just telling us she has that one person in her life. Go ahead. Keep on going with that, Stephanie. That's good. So I was just going to say, I denounce slothfulness. God did not make us. I get if you've had surgery, you have to lay around on the couch. You know, you you talk about uh, running running deer, sitting sitting still running deer. Best soldier I ever worked with. Yeah, yeah. And he had an excuse. You know, we have men like that, women like that of character who can who can be physically disabled, who will work hard to work. And then we have these lazy bums who have every reason in the world why they can't. It's a, their, their excuses are as good as this. Well, there's a lion in the streets. I mean, their excuses are that great. Denounce it, turn from it, because that life leads to destruction. God will not bless laziness, period. Yeah. And there it is. I mean, we don't need much more than that. It's clear. So if you're having a problem with laziness, getting God's word, we'd be glad to help you. And then that next verse, Stephanie, that talks about a whole lot again. We're we're back in the uh, uh, strange woman area here, and it says, and this could be strange man as well. It says, the mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. He that is aboard is a deep pit. He that is aboard, I, I read that twice. I seriously need glasses, you know. He that is aboard of the uh, of the Lord shall fall therein. So, wow, the mouth of a strange woman and, uh, you know, that immoral woman who sets her seductive traps, you know, that's what's coming to my mind. And there are men and women that set traps for people. That's just the reality of it. And, and I'll tell you, some of our, our folks, and, and Stephanie, you've come across men like that, and I've come across women like that in my life. They're there. They set traps. They want to catch you. And, uh, and, and we're being reminded that this seductive trap, it, it seems good. It looks good. It's got the brand-new car feel. It's going to be all right. Uh, but let me tell you something, friends. It's not. It's a deep pit. And it's hated, it's a board, it more than hate, uh, of the Lord. And uh, it shall fall therein. And, and so I think we, we need to remember uh, that, again, once again, God saw us a couple of verses ago. He sees us all the time. He sees when we do that stupid, seductive stuff and try to pick up on a gal or a guy and things like that. It, it, to me, it's almost like, you know, deep pits are for predators. You know, we catch animals yeah. in them and things of that nature. And... Um, uh, and, and God's, you know, he's wise and he, he's discerning enough to stay away, you know, to say, stay away from that deep pit. I hate yeah. this. I hate 
these, you know, this, this woman, I hate men that act like this, that seductive, try to pick someone up, try to ruin their lives. That's what I'm getting out of that, Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. And to understand that God gave us this warning, um, because men can be simple and women can be simple too. But this is, this was Solomon obviously warning his son here. And understand, you know, I think of Delilah with Samson. Oh, I know. The way she used her words. Can you imagine the regret Samson has it had as he stood chained to that mill and that grinding stone with his eyes having been um, gouged out mm. and all of the regret he had to have had because he fell into Delilah's mouth oh, so I know. to speak that and her words and and i think i wonder if solomon had to have thought of men like that as he wrote this verse and look at what potiphar's wife tried to do to joseph oh i know have, you know this we have multiple examples of this through scripture where where women um tried to use their charms to destroy a godly man yeah. And so um, I have a bunch of sons. And so I'm always, you know, warning them and encouraging them. Beware of the flatterer. Beware of the girl who, who's, you know, budding up to you and is all gushy and is all just this flowery nonsense because that is not a good sign. Right. That's not what a real relationship with a godly woman will be based on. A godly woman will be someone who is edifying you, who is, who is because of her words, you're getting drawn closer to Jesus. And if that ends, you know, I'm not saying a relationship between a guy and a girl is wrong at all, but I am saying for a man has to be where, why is this woman, why are we friends? Are we friends because she's gushy or are we friends because we both love Jesus Christ and that's that's the basis of our friendship. And that's yeah. just something to be aware of. And it needs to be said, like we were talking a little while ago about purity and stuff that or you know, as we go through these podcasts, we're always hitting something, you know. And I know today we covered knowledge. I think uh, the other day, last Friday, I think we covered purity. And and I just think as Christians, people who know God, we got the we have the holiest Holy Spirit of God in our hearts. And things are a different level for us. We don't get that quick fix up. We don't, uh, you know, we get to know people. I mean, people are going to fix us up. We're trying to do that with Liberty right now. The guy who's graduating from Purdue, the engineer, you know, we've been through his oh complete bio, Lord. you know. But anyway, but, you know, it still involves Steve and Libby. But, you know, I'm getting at this whole thing. We've been trying to fix Liberty up. And I'm, I'm even trying to get a picture of the guy. He didn't have a picture with a cowboy hat, but we're working on that. But anyway. <laughs> I, this is what this is what I think, and 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 I think I'm glad that people like you and Liberty and grew up different than I did, and were taught from God's word, um, you know what a godly relationship looks like and how one comes about, and that's why dads and moms are involved, families are involved. That's why we help each other, but it's it's very easy, Stephanie, and you know this, and I know this. It's very easy to start getting emotionally hooked to a situation or an idea, or in this case, uh, with someone else. And thank God, and, and you you have stayed very true uh, to your 
relationship with God. And I'm thankful that and I put that right out there because, you know, a woman with eight kids, you know, there's some guys out there that could probably mess you up and you stay true to God and waiting for that right person. Not that I'm plan. not that I feel called to be celibate the rest of my life. That's yeah. God's. Well, let, let's just be clear without, again, Stephanie and I say whatever's on our mind. All right. You know, we want Stephanie to be remarried. I, I pray for that, but we're waiting for that right that right uh, guy and you don't have to wear a cowboy hat to get stephanie anyway so here we are we're but going i do like cowboy hats oh stop it don't you, you're always sticking up for liberty i'm trying to make a deep theological i'm trying to put a point out there and you bring out cowboy hats you you and liberty always stick together and i'm not going to say what it goes back to but it always it's it's the truth you guys stick together all right. So anyway, this is what I, this is the point I'm trying to make, even though she's added cowboy hats to what she's looking for in a man. Uh, I, I, I just got you going. Mission was accomplished. It was. It was. But here's the here's the thing, though, Stephanie. If we think about life, you know, probably the greatest desires that a man or a woman has, you know, we all recognize this. Your pastor preaches on it. Our parents talk to us about it is that of a relationship with another human being. And mm -hmm. it, it is. I mean, that's why I'm married. That's why, you know, and it's not just a physical relationship or, or that type. It's just the whole deal. The whole, uh, you know, enchilada. Yeah. I, I mean, it's having that hand to hold. It's having that person to yeah. go through life with. Uh, so I say all that to say this. It's really easy to be to be drawn in sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to be so careful to make sure that's not a strange man or a strange woman, that that's yeah. somebody who knows God. And that's why you get your dad involved. And that's why, you know, jokingly, uh, uh, you know, we always talk about, well, you better bring a couple cows to a dad or something because we know that goes back in the <laughs> Bible. Uh, but, you know, this is what I think, Stephanie. I think as Christians... Every day we need to start by thinking about that, especially if we're single and uh, uh, we're waiting for that other person patiently. And, uh, and, and I, know, I know these are the hard things in life. Yeah. You know, these are the hard things in life. All relationships, not just the person that you're going to love for the rest of your life and you're going to get married to. All relationships are really hard. And all relationships come with a requirement, I think, from God, Stephanie. I really yeah. do. And, and I think we're learning about that right now is, yeah. is that they, they carry with them a very important aspect of a Christian. And that is this, that we should be having a relationship with that right human being. No matter, yeah. no matter what the relationship, it might be a friendship. It might be, you know, just our friends, just a, a lady with a, her girlfriend, you know, that they go shopping together. And you want to have that right girlfriend because that can mess you up. Or that guy going fishing with his buddy or going shopping or whatever guys do. I'm just saying, be careful. Listen, we do love you people and uh, would love to hear from you. Make sure you find us out there on the Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and, uh, you know, drop me a line at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com and, and we're going to talk, I think we'll say Friday of this week to talk all about the retreat and some things that are going on and tell you about how you can help and just a shout out, Liberty. I'm sorry that Stephanie picked on you today. We sure do love you folks. Hey, go oh. out there and wear the smile that only God can give you today. Take care. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits 
that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.